0: Alright bro, you, you ready to podcast? I am ready to do a podcast. Coming to you live from the Southwestern Shake Bag Studio. Regular Deggler shit here.
1: This is the number one mixtape program on the internet.
0: Niggas pod day.
1: God damn that nigga is ready.
0: I'm in this bitch.
1: Never will I wish you a Halle Berry.
0: I'm in this bitch. If he's jumping in my vagina, he doesn't care what my shoes are. I'm in this bitch. Just he
1: does the dishes super late at night. I wonder if he'd be like doing them and like talking shit about us while he putting them in the dishwasher.
0: that's Sometimes what Sometimes
1: they click a little too hard.
0: That's what I thought of immediately. Like he'd be there talking cash shit, like. Fuck yeah. nigga, whoa! To the dip in butter program. Go get him! That's true. This is Dad's favorite glass. Bang!
1: <laughs> All right, fortunately i keep my shit big cups okay. <laughs> well hey one day we're gonna get into like dad's favorite cups dad's favorite bowls you got favorite oh, cups sure. and bowls at the
0: absolutely
1: we got to get into that but fuck it bro let's do a podcast you want to do a podcast let's do it let's do it welcome to the dipped in butter podcast Program. Good morning. Good evening. Happy Friday. Happy Monday. Happy whenever you listen to podcasts, because podcasts are dope that way, and they are there conveniently whenever you need them. Mm-hmm. Like a bad ex that you probably shouldn't be talking to. This is the number one Blind Fury. Probably shouldn't have won Freestyle Friday podcast on the internet. Across from me mm-hmm. is my guy, your guy, Forever Young eighty nine on Instagram. The motherfucking guy damn glue elmer young west with no t what's going on my guy
0: oh you know i'm just over here taking a back every goddamn week at my guy across from me with the hottest takes in the united states uh that is cat A K with two t's on the end of that thing you can catch him at and crunch.com or you can dip into the cereal shit um, or you can catch him on World Wide Web forward and backslash Dipped and Butter program wherever you can put that behind somebody's website. Um, try it on anybody's website; you're liable to find our shit there. Um, go to Macy's dot com slash Dipped and Butter program. <laughs> See what you find uh, is probably ours. Um, but he, every Friday, most importantly, here, um, on the Dipped and Butter program is where you'll find my guy, my nigga, and yours was popping.
1: I don't even know where to start because there's so much here right now. First of all, I actually used a forest slash this week. I had to go get, <laughs> I had to go get COVID tested because I was sick. Uh, actually, just yesterday I was sick and I had to call off work. And the way our protocol is set wow. up, if you call off during the pandemic, you have to go get tested before you can return to work. Wow! So. CVS actually has you forward slash their address. As soon as they said forward slash, nigga, I cried.
0: So, okay. I know which one that is. I'm a, I'm so, of the date.
1: Yeah, yeah. Good thing I'll do a podcast because otherwise uh, I wouldn't even
0: know what to find this I, I would have a clue.
1: Secondly, we got we to gotta get into these other two at the tippity top uh, topics that we like to bumble around and stumble on that I never write down. But I'm like, fuck it. That, that's actually kind of good because I want to talk to my friend about shit
0: like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: First off, we got to talk about the cups and bowls thing. Like, Dad Vibes, this
0: is the number yeah, yeah, one yeah. watch Dad <laughs> podcast on the internet. Absolutely.
1: You got favorite cups and bowls at the crib. I know I have favorite cups and bowls at the crib. Like, how do you maneuver your favorite cups and bowls at the crib? Are they a... These are my favorite ones, and everybody just kind of knows it. Do they not touch it, or are they still okay to use it as long as they don't be on the um, with your
0: favorite See, chip? like, right now, currently um you know because my wife is my wife we have like a you know sets of bowls and plates um so like
1: matching sets
0: yeah 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 yeah. we like Like, like, from
1: ohio and got up yeah yeah, we look
0: like real adults around here um in case you didn't know um but yeah we got real plates so there's not they all look alike so there's not one to really like distinguish like hey this is my plate i didn't you know i probably could have you know brought a plate from you know uh back in my, my own apartment days and be like, yo, this is my fucking plate. Like, don't right. nobody touch my shit. But no, my wife, she probably would have thrown it out anyways. Um <laughs> but there are cups around this motherfucker that are definitely mines. So like you probably shouldn't be drinking out of those. Or like I might you might I I will make you pour your stuff out of my cup. Like That's I, hard. I'm for my cup, That's like, hard. You definitely gotta pour your your joint cause I need my cup. And then there's like um, there's, I don't even know what size cups they are, but they're like smaller. They're like a small cup.
1: They're kids' um, cups. No, I, I mean, I guess you could consider I mean, they're them. not for kids, but they're right. small enough to where they can be designated
0: exactly. to kids. That's what I was about to say. You could designate them to kids. Me and my wife have deemed those are um really good drinking cups. They Ooh. make really good drinks the way that my life likes to mix up drinks. Um, so. Whenever there's alcohol in the house, and we're looking for those cups, like hopefully the teenager doesn't have one, because then like now nah, I gotta call you out your room and be like, is "You drinking out of my cups?" Like these are right, right, where are the cups? adult fucking cups. Like we ready to drink our alcohol, we need our cups. So that's that. But my wife does have a bowl. Like there is one bowl that has survived the you know the multiple moves and made it all the way out here. This
1: is like, what I'm digging for that, right here. That
0: is my wife's bowl. Like the if she the, has cup, eat, the
1: cup, the bowl that has traveled.
0: Yes. That is the bowl that has, that is the one bowl I think that traveled. Cause did we have, I think, I I feel like, I can't remember at this point if we had the dishes that we had before. I feel like we did. Um, But yeah, there's one bowl that that made it um, through the, you know, through the, well, one eating bowl. Of course there's other shit that made it from the trip, but when it comes to anything needing to be eaten out of a bowl or if my wife wants to eat out of a bowl, it's going to be eaten out of her bowl. Um, And no, nobody eats out of that bowl. I've I've not seen another soul (laughs) eat out of that bowl. See, I like
1: that. I I'm kind of like that too, but like I've ne- I've never had to like kick somebody out of their bowl for my mm-hmm. bowl. But I just consider them in my mind to be mine cuz like I got a couple of bowls around here that are particularly large that I like to use for my cereal cuz I'm still a cereal nigga at heart even though I don't do the videos no more. I still like to enjoy a nice size uh bowl of cereal in the mornings. And then when it comes to cups, like I'm always in the market for Big-ass cup. Like, any any cup that can fit the whole tray of ice and half a two-liter of pop with the ice, yeah,
0: that's, a large that's cup. my
1: cup. You know what I'm saying? See, like, I love I, a big-ass cup.
0: And see, like, my cups lately, like I said, I do like a big cup. I don't need to put half. I do like a lot of ice. In, well, I like a moderate amount of ice. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm putting the
1: like, whole tray. I'm not exaggerating the U.S. I'm putting the whole tray of ice in one well, cup. Well, do
0: you, do you like to eat the ice? I guess. Is no!
1: Place. Pour it in the sink.
0: Oh, Straight see, yeah, I, see, and that's why i need a proportionate amount of ice in my water because i actually like to eat the ice like okay it almost like along with the water like i might have me a cue you know what i'm saying just so, you're gonna take
1: a cue with the sip
0: bro i'm i don't want to sit maybe Christ. you're something else but like i'm weird like that, bro <laughs> like when i eat like when i make my plate like i literally make my plate to have a bite of everything with every bite to the end like, oh so
1: you're you're living every day like
0: thanksgiving this is not just a, i mean not, not i mean everything for you yeah like no but even like not even like when i go get my food from wherever i get my food from when i eat it i eat it to make sure i can have everything in every bite because that's what the fuck i bought it for you know what i'm saying like i don't want to go buy a fucking pepper steak and run out of rice and i still have pepper steak left like yeah, no, like yeah, i want i want to eat it proportionately with my shit and i don't want to dump my rice in the thing like it's just too like i'm not a barbarian like i know how to eat like <laughs> Same thing with my drink. Like I, I, I like to, you know, moderately eat my ice along with, because I, I think it's terrible. Like I will do it sometimes. Like finish my drink and then eat the ice after that. That's cool. I'm not saying that's crazy, but like, if I, I can't, every every plate should be toward the France. Yeah. If I mean. if the ice cubes is right, you know what I'm saying. If you got some pellets, you know what I'm saying, or maybe if you got you know the the the, the joints from Sonic, I think they got. I like a down. good pellet but ice. If I like a good, a good pellet, pellet ice, ice. I like a crushed ice. Yeah, I'm taking it down in my in, in my drink for sure. You know what I
1: don't like though? I don't like the cubes that come out of the refrigerator door. You know the ones that are like long and they're shaped like a canoe?
0: Oh man, those are I don't those, like those ice. Those are the ones that come out of my refrigerator currently and I've for the water crush those. The water is different out here. I hate the crushed ice that comes out of the refrigerator. It's like the worst ice machine ever bro like i've actually retired drinking the water it's the just dispensing sadness it is dispensing sadness famine like i've gone back to drinking bottled water which i was gonna say on the end of like my cup like i don't even really like drink out of my cup no more because i don't drink the water out of the refrigerator no more so there's no i, I get the bottled water so was
1: you gonna pour the bottle into a cup like an idiot
0: yeah that's that's too fancy for me i'm straight yeah, yeah, yeah i'm way funny. i'm way too too cool for that i'll just drink out the bottle
1: definitely definitely there was a uh there was that. And then, oh, the Freestyle Friday thing. We got to hit that real quick. bro. I don't know how I got in this uh, rabbit hole on YouTube recently. Like, YouTube has just been feeding me Blind Fury Freestyle Fridays. And you know how the algorithm is. If you click one, oh my they're going to give you 30. Like, you can't yeah. click one and nothing. They're going to just keep feeding it to you. So I clicked one Blind Fury 106 and part. Freestyle, Fury, freestyle, just for the nostalgia of it, right? Because I remember when Bro was like on his streak and he won the championship of freestyles. And <laughs> I remember in my mind being like, eh, there was a couple of weeks where he just kind of stumbled through the win. And you could really kind of tell that BET was propping him up. Not that homie wasn't talented. I'm not here to just talk down on Blind Fury, but there was a couple of weeks where he probably should have lost. But they knew that the novelty in him winning was much better ratings than him actually. Competing each Friday. What a story. <laughs> right. Somebody got to uncover the uh, Freestyle Friday documentary. Because if you really look at it, just right at the top of the podcast, bro, with some straight up bullshit and some hot takes. The only two Freestyle Friday, uh, what, what would you call them, Hall of Famers we have from the 106 and Park era is a blind white dude
0: and an Asian. And an Asian. Dang. Oh, you're thinking now, way too deep now. This is crazy. I'm
1: not trying to – listen, I'm not trying to down cut these two brothers. <laughs> I'm not trying – because I do feel like they are both talented. But if you watch some of their highlights and just go back and type them in your YouTubes, there's some regular niggas that have cut them two down, bro. For sure. And they just kind of like – anytime there's a real competitor to Blind Fury or Jen – on the Freestyle Fridays, if you watch it back, Terrence and them go, uh Black Fury wins again! I'm like, fam, no he didn't, bro.
0: That, that is sick, bro. He did not, not win sick. that one. Like, Jen, Jen, not only did Jen win, but Jen got a deal with the Rough Riders. He, Jen, Jen was signed
1: to the <laughs> Rough Riders. Jen had on a
0: cut-off t-shirt and a bandana, fam.
1: That was the most oddest chaining day of all time, bro. Like, what did that even mean?
0: Damn, I don't know. But like, try and jog my memory. There was another nigga from 106 and Park Freestyle Fridays. The black dude. He was from Poster
1: Harlem. Poster boy. Poster oh, boy. my knowledge. Poster right, boy.
0: Right. Back. I just want to make sure. I want to let y'all know we still the number one mixtape podcast on the internet. We know what the <laughs> fuck we talking about. That's a fact. He, he was all right. He was. Uh, he's probably. I think. I think. Poster Boy probably is the top of those three. Like, I think it will be Poster Boy. I think so. And then
1: Blind Fury. Fury. I got Blind Fury second. (laughs) I'm with you. And you know what's wild, though? (laughs) You know me and you, and not to lose our audience at the top of the program, we promise we won't stay on this long, but me and you, we both watch URL. We're still, like, active battle rap watchers like we still tune in when the main events come on if you know somebody important is on we ain't watching all that shit but if it's a murder moot versus we're there you know what i'm saying and it's hard for me to believe there's follow me here this is just my i'm on my conspiracy theory shit even in the 90s probably especially the 90s because this type of art form in hip-hop was more prevalent back then like freestyling battling hip-hop I think it was more popular around that 106 and par era than it even is now. I find it hard to believe you couldn't have found stiffer competition for blind fury than the niggas. They was finding. Like they was finding some scrubby ass Paco Jean wearing niggas to come up there against him, bro. Like you didn't run into Jay Mills at all.
0: I mean, but they they probably did run into J. Mills, and I, it's like, "Nah, no, we can't bring you up here, bro." And I think it's some of that shit, and it's almost kind of like I've heard same people tell the, the same kind of story about auditioning for American Idol. Like, you gotta you gotta go see like two or three sets of producers before you even make it to the line to make it in the building to go see the mother niggas and be on TV. Like, and some people who I know could really sing, like wasn't making it through them joints like bro then, can you
1: imagine somebody putting their the palm of their hand on your chest and being like fam you can't come up here and you know you call like you your cold. voice and is then, amazing and they're and like then, nah, fam, you can't come up here
0: and then on fucking tuesday night you see william hung she bang all over the fucking tv screen and they didn't let your ass up to like seriously audition like i'm sure you could have let some people who like and I understand because it's probably a gang of fucking people out there. You don't got time for all them people all day long. But like, it 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 was definitely cold how they did a few people. You, I mean, and you know, because that shit really hurt some folks' feelings. They the, y'all, they always showed them folks crying on that motherfucker. So like, you could tell some people's feelings was really hurt. And like, but y'all could have like, it was some terrible folks y'all lit up because y'all knew it was terrible. And like, it go back to that TV shit and entertainment. Like y'all do this shit on purpose.
1: They definitely do this shit on purpose. Uh, Speaking of entertainment and TV and doing that shit on purpose, which is the perfect segue, and this is why you do a show and you've been doing it for over seventy-seven weeks. Um, so flashback, retro, retro, retro. What was that episode two or episode three when we talked about coming to America two for the first time?
0: I don't, fam. It was I a
1: long. It was a long time ago. I, we I, talked I about hover. that shit. Forever. Yeah,
0: I want to. I be, fam. I be hovering over them episodes, and I be like, I, I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: you know what's wild? Listen, let, let's just go ahead and make a formal statement right here on the podcast. Listen for, sure. for all of y'all that are still here with us from episode zero, one, two, three, twelve, wherever forever. you came in at. Forever. We apologize, man. We just we was trying to figure out. <laughs> those shits is hard. We I tried to listen know. to old oh, well, one. Them shits is hard to listen to,
0: man. We did, we did, we didn't know how how much was uh, at our fingertips for the world of podcasting, and now we're aware. Sure. So we give you and, a much better product,
1: and and, and you know. Not for nothing, not trying to be an asshole about it. But we were we always did our best. So, you yeah, know, yeah, that yeah. was the best we knew how to do then. Yeah. But when we listen to it now, we be like
0: yeah. we a lot I like I can't even imagine like I don't even know if I want to hear a show without an intro in it.
1: <laughs> Just hot mic going straight in. Yeah, hey y'all, oh, you yeah. wanna <laughs> listen to us talk.
0: Oh, oh, it's, and it's almost even low-key discussing the episode twenty-nine and thirty when I started using the music that you know, I mean it's cool, but like Nah, didn't know not exactly hard. how to drop yeah, it I in. I didn't know how long we was going to do this thing. Like too much It's to definitely
1: to it's definitely equivalent to them first few times at having sex. Like, you know you're having sex. You know this is something you want to do. And you feel like you're good at it. But it's not until you're actually good at it that you realize you're trash.
0: Yeah, y'all know what you're doing. It's
1: definitely a sex experience. But <laughs> we got to talk about coming to America, too, bro. We definitely gotta talk about cover. Did you watch it yet? First of all, um,
0: so I've I've made it probably halfway through the movie. I still need to finish the other half. Um, I started it kind of on a late night, and me and wifey was already tired. She said it before I turned it on. I was like, baby, you ready to watch the movie? And she was like, No, she was like, 'cause I'm tired. <laughs> I like that. And I, I like and, that. I, and I and I knew I was gonna fall asleep too. But I was like, fuck it, come on, we at least gotta turn it on and see and see what's going on. So we made it to the I'm trying to. Think. I feel like we made it to the part maybe right about when he like found his son and like made it back to their apartment. Um, so I don't You even pretty really know. much you pretty
1: much seen the movie,
0: and that's how I kind of felt at that point. Too. And that's me. why it's been a few days since we finished the second half of the movie. You um, and I kind of said that to my wife today, like, babe, I think I'm just gonna finish that on my own time. And she was like, I mean, I want to watch it. She was like, I'm excited. I just was tired that night. I was like, and I was too. And I knew I wasn't gonna make it through, but.
1: Now, let me be clear, though, because that's going to sound the way. I'm not dissing the movie. I think the movie's fine. I think there, there's a lot of podcasts out there, and this is not like a sneak diss to any podcast mm-hmm. that listen to this that I listen to. It's not, I'm not talking to y'all. But like there's a lot of people out there giving commentary on this movie, and people are kind of tearing it up. Mm-hmm. And I don't see it that way. Like, the movie's fine for a 30-year sequel. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. And I, I think what gets lost in... A lot of these people were viewing coming to America too is that we love coming to America. we grew up on it, but coming to America the original wasn't a hit like no. it wasn't it wasn't a box office smash no. it's a cult classic yeah so what you what you like about the movie, what we adore about the movie, what we all repeat of from the movie. It's stuff that it just stuck with us. Like, it wasn't because the movie was good that we fucked with it. We fucked with it because we fucked with it. You know what I'm right, saying? Like, right. come listen coming to america the original ain't good like it's not a good movie it's uh, a yeah. classic it has good There's moments a difference.
0: It's not really a good movie overall it's
1: not really a good movie it's and, just got and, it's classic
0: and, and i feel the same way about this coming to it. what i saw of it like there was a lot of moments where i was like are oh, they fooling are oh, they crazy yeah. like, like oh what like especially I think it's, they, it's
1: more to put a smile on your face than to actually entertain And, and
0: it's so funny because that's what my brother said when he watched it when they dropped it late that thursday night before friday he was like yo he was like you just gonna smile the entire movie and like he wasn't wrong from the parts that i seen Mm -hmm. i was like yo the, like, there were a lot of references in the movie that I definitely liked, like, oh, y'all are, y'all are silly for that, like, um. so, again, I'm, I'm gonna finish the second half, I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't going in with high expectations for the movie, again, it's not like coming to America is the greatest movie of all time, right, right, right. it's like it's comfort, said, it's, cult, it's, yes, comfort food. it's a cult classic, it is our movie, like, nobody is saying you have to have this one in your DVD collection moving forward, like, but just know that it's there, and, like, it was done for a reason, but, again, it's 30 years later, like,
1: 30 years later. it made it. They field.
0: made a 30 year later movie and like it's a, it technically ain't I mean I guess it is a sequel because they continued some of the storyline but yeah. it's the second one.
1: But okay so we are not a movie
0: like, review podcast. It's, like, it's like Home Alone 2 almost sort of kind you know what I'm saying because well, it's
1: not Home Alone 2 is actually a classic
0: but it's not a really a continuation it's just kind gotcha. of the same story again with references it exists the in the same story. universe it exists in the same universe and then once you get down to four and five it gets the same story just with a little bit of twist on it and some new characters because some people don't fuck with four some people don't even know about five like
1: right now nah, i feel you on that uh so we're not here to fully like give our full takes on the movie. We are not a movie review podcast. Like, and y'all know that we the way we report the news, we don't do anything thoroughly. That's not why we're here. That's not why we're talking about coming to America too. There is a bit in that movie that I felt stuck out to me, and I don't feel like they gave it enough shine, and it made me think on a deeper level. Now, before I get into it, don't fret, Wes. You watched the movie long enough, To catch this part. (laughs) So you'll be able to go with me, right? Because it happens early in the movie. When King Joffrey dies... Cause. before he dies Wait. he attends his own funeral cause. while sitting in Chat. a raised casket they don't give that enough that yes. is listen if you write that on paper that's some of the funniest shit i have ever heard in my life and they pay it no
0: attention not only is it the funniest shit fam it is some of the coldest shit i think i ever seen in a family well, when a it was happening in real life i was like Babe, I'm. That's I was, cold. When, he, when he said it, when he was like, I think I want to attend my funeral. And he was like, we'll make it happen. like, And they started doing this shit. I was like, babe, this is That's crazy. It wasn't until my man called him over and was like, I think I will die. now." I said, my nigga died during his funeral. He and died that, at his
1: funeral. That's crazy.
0: That is the most fire shit I've ever seen. I want that. Funeral. I'm not even going to lie to you. I, 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 I want to
1: die at my funeral. I wasn't
0: digging it until that moment. When he called him over, I was like, babe, he about to die. I was like, "Baby, you about to die?" I was like, "Oh, this is hard." So they like, did
1: not give that enough attention. Like that's probably the that's probably the best written joke in the entire film. <laughs> I will put that joke against original coming to America jokes. Like if you really sit and ponder the fact that my man's. Attended his own funeral, but it ain't like he sat at the table like at a wedding reception. He sat casket. up in a casket. Man.
0: like a vampire. Hilarious, bro. I want to hug whoever wrote that. Nah, whoever wrote
1: sure. that, I want to hug them. Nah, they like, that's fire. Fans.
0: And that's why I piled with you because that is one of the scenes that I was like, yo, this is crazy. But like, I'm telling you, not until he called him over and was like, I think I'm going to die now. I was like, that's oh, cool. This, this is sick. But it
1: got me to thinking though, right? Because you know, my brain is weird.
0: Right. Is
1: this what Eddie Murphy's doing?
0: Wait, uh,
1: between this movie, come on now. Uh, what is it? My name is Dynamite. He's been in the twilight years of his career. He's been doing a lot of movies with his friends, young comedians he respects. He has been making moves to get his flout doing Saturday Night Live. You know what I'm saying? Like Eddie Murphy been like Eddie Murphy been away for some years, 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 and then he came back. And now he's back doing all these wonderful things that make us smile. I feel like Eddie Murphy is attending his own funerals, in a way.
0: Potentially, and you might be right, but see, what I originally thought, and maybe this could still be a thing, maybe it could not be a thing, um, and I have another take on it as well, but like I originally thought Eddie Murphy was about to come back with another comedy special. Like I thought he had a Netflix deal to do a comedy Mm. special, along with the, what was it, Willie Dynamite or whatever the fuck the movie was on there, which, did you watch it? not so i
1: start i did just come into america we started it yeah oh, y'all it out it's and not, never went back
0: it's not bad if you watch it for what it is it's an actual real story so he ain't make up none of the shit for real he just played a care it's one of those where eddie murphy plays a character and people are and not for, really
1: for people. them the parts that i did watch i was enjoying it i just yeah never
0: back to like it's, it's just a story and like once and especially once you get to the end and they show you some of the real scenes like they're really like oh shit this nigga really was just playing what the fuck happened like this is funny like um, but I yeah, I heard he had a comedy special coming, so I thought all of this was him trying to kind of let people know, hey, I'm back outside. That way, when this comedy special drops because of Raw and Delirious and shit like that, people want to hear Eddie Murphy stand up, sure. and we don't particularly want to hear, um, like Doctor Doolittle Eddie Murphy. You know what I'm sure. saying? Yeah. So I think maybe some of this stuff is to kind of let the people know, like, hey, this is this is what I got going on. Like, but even if that's the case, like let let the the comedy special out, and I don't I don't think Eddie particularly likes some of that talk. Kev be out there talking about you know <laughs> having the largest grossing tour and shit, but how you know he he, he surpassed you you Eddie. There? I think Eddie kind of want to let that nigga know, like, hey, hold up, the people who fucked with me back then is still out here, and will fuck with me now if I deliver the right type of content.
1: And not for nothing, it's the perfect time for. <clears throat> excuse me, it's the perfect time for Raw Eddie Murphy to return. It is. Like we don't. We don't need. Uh, this is your is Richard, that, Pluto uh, yeah. Nash,
0: or this, this is your Richard Osmosis Prior Jones. Moment. We don't yeah.
1: need that Eddie Murphy. We need the Raw. Uh, we used to have to eat when my dad brought home from work, and he worked at the toy factory, Eddie Murphy. We need that nigga back. I mean, like.
0: just how, yeah, that type of shit, and how does it Stop. translate into your life today? You got a lot of kids. You've We haven't heard from Eddie Murphy in a long, long, long time, and not for nothing, you got Kev out here talking his shit, and then you got Dave Chappelle out here being Dave Chappelle who came, you know, long... And these are the niggas who will still tell you to this day, they revere Eddie Murphy. Like, nah, Eddie is still Mm -hmm. one of the funniest niggas ever. Like, when I talk to him, he'll lay some shit on you and you'll be like, goddamn, like... That's cold. And I want to see that because people did that for Dave. And then Dave got out there and showed you, like, nah, this is why they say that. Because this is the type of shit that I tell them in private and then I come in... Like, the whole... The whole punchline in a bowl on my table shit, and I'm going to tell y'all what the punchline is, and, and, like, literally made niggas forget... Even me in the second I was like, He's oh he so good. and then he He's did it so again good. at the end. Like I just seen it coming. Like he is good at that shit. Like and that's the type of shit that people mystified in Dave and like now Dave shows that shit off. Like, yeah, I do this shit. Like we need to see that from it because we saw it in the eighties and we know what you're capable level. We've seen all the way we know what level you at now, bro. But like you're uh, clearly you're at that level and nothing's going to knock you off this level, bro. Tell us all that shit you want to tell us. Like
1: Cause fam, comedy is, one, comedy is one of those things, right? When done correctly and done really well, you can easily mistake it for second nature, easy yeah. to do. Anybody can yeah. do it. Like that's one of the things about stand up comedy and comedy in general that when it's done correctly, you can deliver it, in such a natural way that everybody starts looking around like, nigga, I can be funny when everybody can't. And, and for Dave to unveil that and show the world like, fam, this is an actual skill Ew. and talent that you have to work toward and it don't just fall out the sky. That's some of the most David Blaine, David Copperfield. Yeah. Let me show you why this is real type shit in the world bro
0: and bro i'd be i be stuck like anything dave Chappelle drops i really study him because he's really good at like putting the words together and telling the story because it really draws you in and makes you almost forget he's really telling a joke because it's involved around some shit that sounds like it could be real fucking life like so i've studied him and i've even had people tell me like yo you really need to go get on stage fam and go tell some jokes because you really funny and i'd be like yeah i'm funny talking <laughs> to you <laughs> and I believe and I believe that I'm funny, but that's why I like I tell my family all the time if y'all want me to do comedy, y'all have to come and sit in the front row so I can talk to y'all. Right. So I can get it out how it comes out to y'all. And like it's gonna translate because I'm gonna tell it in a certain type of way. But like I have to be in here talking to y'all and damn near about y'all to them in order for me to feel comfortable. Because if I get up there and get to get rambling about you, I'm just gonna be so all over the place. But if I'm talking to you, I'm gonna keep it right in the right realm. Like and even and again, like I say, I study these niggas because I, I would like to be that good enough to like write, and I know I could be. I just don't write jokes like that. But
1: see, I, I don't I don't know if I could write. I I don't know if I could write setups and punchlines and a full set of material. Like that's what I'm concerned. I don't know if I could write any of this shit down and and formulate it and write See, that's the timing I'm, down like that's that that's a skill too
0: i like would just i would leader. literally and i know that about myself and that's why i haven't really like jumped in that arena but like pe- people have offered me the opportunity to do it people have told me that i should do it and i just haven't done it because i respect the art form that much honestly for real like i don't want to get up there and be like yeah i can do it and get up there motherfuckers be like but and of course i know all the great ones get booed i ain't worried about no boo it happens to the best of them like every night ain't night, <laughs> you know but you gotta I'm really saying?
1: want that shit to get get up there continuously yeah. and work through The booze, though,
0: right? And even if I want to be the type of comedian, I'm just gonna get up there and talk about my life, and you know, have 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 shit in my head that I definitely want to talk about, but it's still kind of freestyle it based upon what. even that takes practice. You know what I'm saying? I don't just want to get up there and be, and I know you got to start somewhere, but like I would definitely want to get up there and practice in front of motherfuckers before I just be like, yeah, let me, let me write my Tim. Even though I got it in me, fam. I'm telling you, maybe I'll do it one day in like podcast form. Maybe I'll drop Cause I thought about doing that, just recording my shit that I wrote you could down. Record
1: and you can edit all the bullshit out.
0: I edit all the bullshit out and I could do it. take I out watch. all the bad I, stuff. I definitely man. thought about that. Maybe, maybe we'll drop uh dipped in butter comedy presents
1: speaking of uh editing the bullshit out bro we got to talk about your mans your mans is out here doing it again bro have you heard any recent bow wow news
0: i heard some bow wow news maybe like a month ago that i wrote down to talk about but i don't think i necessarily i wonder
1: if this is the same thing wait
0: it might i think i did hear something new you got to refresh my brain but i think i did hear some bow wow so (laughs) yeah he's doing stuff Bow Wow wants to
1: release <laughs> an album. Oh, I didn't hear about this. Oh, you didn't hear about his, his conceptual? You didn't hear about his Twisted Dark Fantasy? Oh. Bow Wow wants to drop a conceptual album for y'all. Did I say that right? Conceptual? Conceptual.
0: Conceptual. Conceptual
1: yeah. 8. Conceptual 8? It's
0: a He wants experience. to drop a concept
1: album. <laughs> an audio experience. He wants to give y'all an audio experience where every song is about an ex that he's been with.
0: Oh, I every think
1: I, song is about a different ex.
0: I think I did hear about this.
1: Now, when you first hear it, you think, "Okay, this is a little messy," but maybe if he doesn't in an artistic way, then no, 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 there's no art. Like it's literally a beat playing, he's rapping, and even in some of these songs, he says the girl's name. Wait, like,
0: there's wait, no wait, wait, mysterious
1: wait. way that like he's. It's like he's rapping about a car, but he's actually talking about a chick named Mercedes. There's none of that.
0: Wait, like, this is already out? You've heard songs from this? No, no. I'm, I'm oh.
1: hearing Bow Wow oh. tell us about his oh, I was
0: about to say, because you sounded like you were well experienced. No, it's so, I don't listen to Bow It's wow. so funny that you said that, because just at random the other day, I, <laughs> I looked over to my wife and I said, you want me to say your name, girl? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Karuchi, like, Chris <laughs> Brown is a legend.
1: Boy. Bro, it's a fine line between lame and real, ain't it, bro?
0: It is, bro. Because
1: that was some real... So, like, when Chris Brown did it, I was... That's wild. You, you just uncovered what? my bias.
0: I think because... I was Chris, with that. I think because Chris Brown knew it was a little lame. Mm, he leaned into it. He leaned... And he's Chris Brown still. He's still Chris Brown. He's still, and but like, Chris
1: Brown could find himself... back. Bro, enough bad moves, you can find yourself Bow Wow. Did we ever think T.I. would be Bow Wow? But here we are. So it's just like, you only got up with so many strikeouts before you got to hit the dugout.
0: T.I. out here looking bad right now, ain't he?
1: He's looking bad. But okay, so we, we got to get into this Bow Wow shit. And of course, we got to dip in and talk about the, you know, the bigger picture and shit like this. Like, obviously, I've never been in a position to do anything like this. But if you were in a position to do anything like this, like, What would you stand to gain by any of this? Even if you made the album and it was just a top selling, does he think this is confessions he's doing?
0: Like in his
1: mind, I wonder what's going
0: on. He might, he definitely might think this is his confessions, bro. I didn't think like that. But like, I, as much as Bow Wow be talking all of that shit, bro, I think he is still looking for like one last, I'm popping. I think, I think he's looking for one last summer. Um, I think maybe, you know, he might even be trying to do the, the Tory lanes. thing. You know how Tory flipped all the old records and got people like, I think by name he's trying to get the attention because niggas all around the world, all across the country respect Bow as the sniper that he is for sure. So it has... it it has the appeal for that but he's appealing to the wrong niggas don't care about you bro (laughs) like and i think that's where he's going wrong like i i don't think the women are too interested in bow wow no i mean of course like in that world and i'm sure Bow Wow get bitches i ain't i ain't uh, yeah i ain't fronting on him at all but like i don't think you know the 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 bitches down on you know livingston 22nd is looking for the bow wow tape right now
1: no uh-huh. They're not looking for green light three or wherever we're or at whatever at number series. we're at <laughs> <laughs> where we are in that book. Uh, it's just weird, bro. And that got me to thinking. Into this is that they're, they're, I don't know if this is a real term, but I'm hmm. making it up right here on the show. The uh, the coolness apex.
0: Okay, the coolness apex. Cool I like apex, that. I like right? that.
1: It's a tricky thing, and I wrote down a lot of notes on this, so follow me. I'm sorry if I'm a little scattered, but I have a lot of notes on this, and I want to talk to you about it, and let's talk through this together, right? Okay, I know we've talked on this podcast before about being uh, late bloomers, you know what I mean, and the benefits that come with being a late bloomer, right, and saying, you know, I might have been a little bit known when I was in school, but I didn't really start getting into my groove until I was out of school and kind of off the porch and out there on my own, and There's a cool apex to navigate if you kind of bloom early. So, okay. Bow Wow was a childhood star. You know what I'm saying? Before he could drive on his own, he was known all throughout the country. Mm -hmm. There's a certain way to navigate that, to find yourself on the right side of history and the wrong side of history. And it can be a very finicky knob to turn. Okay. So, for lack of better terms, and I'll just give you this example. If you do this wrong, you navigate this apex wrong, you could end up being the weird big homie that's stuck in the 90s that still wears like FUBU basketball jerseys because he used to be the man in the 90s and he don't know no other way to be cool other than when he was in high school, but that was in 1995 and he don't realize it's 2021.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: But if you navigate that thing just right, you could basically be Quavo. Like, Quavo has been that nigga since... I mean, anybody knows anything about the Migos. Quavo was a high school football star. Like, Quavo has always been cool since his inception. I mean... He gets to the forefront. He does the studio thing. He meets Gucci. Quavo's still fucking cool. Like, I don't and, see Quavo and, not being cool.
0: And to and to your credit, like, Quavo, you know, the Migos came out... And we we knew Quavo was the Beyonce of the group automatically. Like we said it here on the podcast, I believe. Like it Quavo. even
1: handle being that well, like yeah, even but, though but that's what say, he Offset kind of took off. But.
0: but then you know they they they, they did their thing for a while, and then niggas kind of started doing individual things. We were still like, yeah, Quavo's a star. But then niggas started gravitating towards takeoff a little bit more. And Offset, you know, when they was dropping shit, and like you never heard Quavo, you never saw him shake, shiver, none of that shit. He nah. just been in the in the in the background, cool, and like. Everybody, whatever, Quavo is one of those artists. If you hear Quavo on it, you probably gonna listen to the track just to hear what's going on. Just to
1: hear what's going on. And, and I thoroughly believe with somebody like Quavo, it's not on him, it's any. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. that's one of the niggas that's just like, you could tell as long as he can remember, he's just always been that nigga. And he don't know how to be no other way. You know what I'm saying? I think guys like Bow Wow kind of, they kind of waver because. I think Bow Wow has always been trying to be a celebrity ever since he was a kid without just realizing a, I am a celebrity and just being me is enough. Like, I don't think Bow Wow feels like being him is enough.
0: I think, I mean, and, na- and naturally we know, I think across the, I think there's a, I don't know, it's weird how I want to describe it. Like, there are niggas who don't fuck with what Bow Wow do. Like you say, like the, the nigga all right with me, but like- Again, it's undeniable who he is or what he has done to the music industry. And I think, you know, niggas like me and you particularly will respect him based off of that. You know what I'm saying? We're not gonna come on here and bash Bow Wow or talk nothing crazy about Bow Wow because he's fucking Bow Wow still. You know what I'm saying? But there's a there's a lot of people who just don't fuck with that. Yeah. And they and and they don't care about disrespecting Bow Wow. And it's like they don't, they don't, they don't a lot of a lot of people now don't know who or what Bow Wow was, when he was what he was, like, they don't understand the magnitude of Mm. all of this shit, you know they don't, they really, like, and I I hate to really, but like, Lil Bow Wow nigga, like, was a phenomenon across the fucking country, like shutting down malls, like, selling out arenas like, he was going fucking nuts out here, but like, a lot of people are so far removed from that, and he's far removed from that, you know what I'm saying, not for nothing he hasn't done a whole lot since that time, and it's probably not his fault but, like, he he walks around, like, and I don't want to say it like that, but, like, he walks around like a treasure of the music industry because he ain't, you know, been locked up for no serious crime or, you know, because he he ain't one of he niggas that don't take care candles. of his kids. Yeah, he ain't been a part of nothing crazy. So, like, he feels like he should get much more respect than what he get versus just being cool like Quavo. It's not any. You know what I'm saying?
1: Like it's not any you, you, you,
0: you Yeah, and 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 again, I don't want to speak out of turn because I ain't never been in a room with the nigga nowadays. Like he could be a cool ass nigga if you really get annoying, but I could imagine Bow Wow walking in and doing some goofy shit, and you'd be like, "See, they go well, that he, shit. That be talking about." He,
1: he, here's why it's impossible for him to be a cool ass nigga. If you mean him, <laughs> 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 let me tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> because. And this is gonna sound like I'm just doing some radio trying to be funny shit, but you know me, bro. I love digging into the psyche of the most random run-of-the-mill regular shit. And it's gonna sound like I'm trying to be funny, but I'm being dead serious when I when I'm saying this. Just the way Bow Wow currently wears his beard says a lot to me, right? So follow me.
0: I did not I don't know, know you if you've scared. seen
1: him recently. He's got one of those shadow not growing in. You can tell it's not growing on, but he keeps lining up the skin to show where the beard should be into. And, and, and it ain't a bow wow thing. It's a niggas thing. Like any nigga, not just bow wow, any nigga that's a grown man. That's out of their twenties that is lining up skin, trying to get a beard. It says something deeper than me, deeper to me than, I'm sitting down at the barbershop and I'm just letting the barber do his thing. It says to me that you are continually chasing something that is not like God didn't make that for you.
0: Yeah. That's not, you're you're not meant to have a beard, bro. You see what I'm
1: saying? Like that's telling me something about the levels of comfortability that you have within your own skin. To me, to me, I might be reaching, I mean, I might be playing Dr. Katz right now, but. It just says something to me. Like, I'm I'm always, like, trying to do the deeper dive on shit that I see that's, you know, might be running the mill. But it says that to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're not comfortable enough to look in the mirror and say, okay, I'm 32 or whatever Bow Wow is. I've always wanted a beer. It's just not happening. But let me just freak this goatee, bro. This is what I have, and this is what I'm going to give them. Like. You gotta almost, give them what you got. Like, you can't and, give them what you don't have.
0: And that, that'd be them niggas being envious of the wrong shit. Cause like niggas like me and you with beards, bro. Like at this point, we can't cut them off. Like, we can, but it'll be weird. Like, I and I don't want to start over, bro. Like, that's I don't want to just go down to a goatee. I don't have to worry about the stubble on the side of my face, fam. Like, it's my beard, it's a part of my personality. But if I didn't have it, I, I don't think I at this point, especially, I don't think I would be tripping to have it, or if I was to lose it for whatever reason at this point, if it was just to all go away. All right, I did that. But like right. you would just I have to, yeah, you would just have to stay on top of it. I'm not gonna have no a hey, a hey, cut. That's like again, when I was eleven and twelve going to the barber shop and you first get your mustache lined up, you can't stop smiling in the chair. Like, oh yeah. You gotta give give them what you have. Like, but yeah, when the and especially when you get your shit lined up and you didn't ask, like the barber just deems it necessary. He you saw like, oh my face?
1: <laughs> you in your mind? Why is he putting that on my head?
0: <gasps> it's like, Why is he putting these clippers? So when he tell you, to, when he tell you to lean your head back a little bit, and you be like, "Oh, you about to," you be like, "Hold up! You got to stop smiling immediately." He can't even it touch feels you like he,
1: It feels like he's doing a triangle under my
0: nose. Cause I was like, he's doing it. On? What is that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's some, it's some ill shit, though. Like, I remember being in ninth grade and pulling the one string of hair on my chin over and over. Like, I thought I was going to pull that bitch out of my face. I was in the bathroom mirror pulling the one string going, Urgh! Like, nigga, I was excited, bro.
0: At this point, I don't even remember when I grew a beard, nigga. I done had it so long. like. I feel like I done just always had it. Like and you, matter of fact, beverage. if we go back right, if we go back to nine, ten, eleven, I probably didn't have no beard. Matter of fact, I can almost guarantee you I didn't have no beard. Like but you can't listen, tell me. Listen. You can't you can't tell me I haven't had it forever at this point. And it's just part of you. It's just a part of me. Again, I wouldn't I wouldn't know what to do without a beard, honestly.
1: Speak, speaking of uh, superficial shit, I got this written down and it kind of goes in the same topic while we on this kind of shit. So you know me. I'm not on social media. I still have accounts, but I don't log into them and shit. But I kind of came across this topic, and I want to ask you how you feel about it because I know you still kind of maneuver your social media to an extent. I mean, you ain't knee deep in this shit. Let me make sure I give you your credit right away. Like, you ain't just on that bitch all day long, but you still have access. You know your passwords.
0: Yeah, I got got a real job. I can't be on the internet all day.
1: Right. Speaking of judging niggas for the simplest shit, Do you ever give a second thought to people's profile pics that they use on their Instagrams or Facebooks or anything like that? When I say, let me kind of give you a roundabout picture of what I'm trying to say. Like, do you ever think at all about like, say the person that has a vacation picture of their honeymoon of them in the sand as their profile pic and they don't really take trips or the chick that has like, Their profile pic is when they were in their baby cousin's wedding and their hair was all done and they had on a dope dress because they was in the wedding, but you know, they normally don't get their hair done and shit like, okay. Does it matter? Should anybody care about, like, when you're trying to put that out there when you know that's not how you regularly look? Like, should there be guidelines? Should Facebook say, like, you have to take basically a DMV photo so these niggas (laughs) really know? Like, you need to stand face forward to the camera and then take a side profile, and we're going to put that up there because we're not going to have niggas thinking that you just be on the beach all the time when we know you've been to the beach once. Does this matter? Am I judging too harshly?
0: You know, I I didn't particularly care until you started talking. And I was gonna be like and I still don't care now, but whatever you want your profile picture to be, whatever, do with that because pe people judge like people gonna think whatever the fuck they think, like people gonna have their opinion. Who fucking cares? However, and to be
1: fair, you put it out there to be judged.
0: You did. However, you out there. not until you started speaking do I firmly believe right now in this moment that your profile picture should definitely be a accurate everyday representation of you.
1: This is what I think. Now I'm not. I'm not trying to be the profile pick police.
0: Yeah, now nah. let me be clear
1: about this, y'all. Like, I'm not judging you. I. Just, this is just something that I think about, and we do well, a podcast we to talk about things.
0: And what? And I. And I only say that because I'm thinking about my profile pictures now. Like all of like even at work, like anything, like it. It looks like you could look at that picture and see me and be like, oh yeah, that's him. Like, that's what's young. Yeah, he's not. You know, hair haircut or not, like you're like, oh yeah, nah, that's definitely him. Like my my facebook profile picture i'm standing in front of the cactus in front of my house like that's a pretty accurate representation of me <laughs> that's kind
1: of what i
0: live yeah it's me like i'm and not to say that you can't have you know what i'm saying but like i again like and it's it's so weird because like pe- people use facebook for different things so like i feel like um Facebook is kind of like a realtors fucking catalog. You can always find mm-hmm. your a realtor on Facebook and they always got their profile pictures that you know they they be in their suits and shit like it just it just depends and again it doesn't matter like it it, it works for whatever you wanted to work for i guess um but like you know it definitely like you say it'd be it be weird the ones you could you could, the profile pictures that you can tell are really the all the best that they can do are kind of weird like or especially when you can tell the um the, the the pixels are off the jpeg is not large enough JPEG.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that you was
0: <laughs> really needing this bit yeah. okay so
1: let me take this opportunity right here to say i, I it's important to me that y'all know I'm not judging y'all because I was guilty of this when I was on social media as well. Let me go ahead and say that just right here. Let me put that right here. I was also, when I was writing down this topic, thinking about some of my past profile pictures. And like when I was really like heavily into Facebook and even in the MySpace days, I remember doing that whole, what you just said, like, being so thirsty to make this my profile pic that now it's a little blurry because it wasn't meant to be this big like, <laughs> like the picture the yeah, picture dude, was yeah. really a thumbnail the picture really wasn't mine like it then came off my mom's face. and now like it. i'm i'm saving it wrong
0: you just sent that motherfucking sms text message to yourself from your For flip sure, phone bro. and it's just not functioning how it's supposed to
1: it's not doing what it's supposed to do, bro. In the earlier days, this shit was even harder. Like, I remember having some really pixelated MySpace home pictures just trying to get my shit off, bro. So I am guilty of it, too. Don't think that I'm sitting here trying to, like, I'm holier than thouing it. But, like, even with me, like, there's a psyche to that. Like, why do we give a fuck what our profile picture looks like to that extent? To that extent, I was
0: with I mean, I guess because of the way that the, the internet has developed, like, that's the that's the first picture people going to see of you. It's kind of like but your like, calling card. Yeah, but again, like, to go along the same token of what I'm saying, you should be recognizable. Like, I shouldn't see your profile picture and be like, is that, is that Teresa? Oh, that's Teresa at her sister's wedding. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like, no, like, you should look like yourself. Let me ask
1: you which one for you, in your opinion, which one do you think is the worst offense? the throwback picture that you're trying to trick people into believing that that is you now. Like when you talking about a throwback picture, that's obviously Wes when he was 13. I'm talking about if you're trying to get off a picture from four years ago, that could be mistaken of you today, but you know it ain't you today, but you're trying to get it off like that's you today or completely punting and throwing the baby picture up.
0: The what's, what, the, what am I choosing between?
1: The baby picture or the couple years ago picture that you're trying to pass off as this is me today. But I knew I was like 60 pounds lighter back then, so I'm going to get this one off. Or if you just punt the ball entirely and just use a baby picture, it's like I don't even want niggas to see me at all.
0: Yeah, that, that that's I, I think I'd rather go with a few years younger picture because the baby picture is wow. Like, who are you and why are you filming <laughs> a baby? Why is this your profile? If you're 48 years old. Why is your? Why baby are you giving picture? me the baby? Yeah, hey, why is your baby picture your shit? And it's so funny that you say that though, because I be fucking with my cousin. His profile picture on most of his shit is a picture still from when he was like in college or when he was fresh graduated from college. Nigga, it is 15, 20 years later. Like, yeah, you do still now look. Is like that you.
1: sheer neglect or is he doing that on purpose? He's doing it on purpose. He's oh. definitely it
0: on purpose. Like, and I told. That's why I told him. As a matter of fact, we was in some family group, but I told him, "Hey, nigga, I know you don't look like that no more. <laughs> I know your head." Because matter of fact, it was so funny. Around his birthday, he had posted a picture for his birthday. of Him like on a boat or something like that. He was on vacation, and I had just seen him the day before on like Zoom or something. So I had to send him a text like, "Fam, is this a picture of you today? Like, did you go get your haircut? If so, like, I want to applaud you." And he was like, "Nah, that's an old picture." And I was like, "I knew it, nigga. I just seen you a couple you, days ago, and you didn't you look motherfucker. like, yeah, you didn't look like that." <laughs> it's
1: crazy, bro. I, I don't know, man. I don't know why that popped into my head as any level of importance. Again, I'm not trying to diss niggas for doing their thing. Like, get your shit off, bro. I just found it funny. And I know I was guilty of it, too, when I used to use social media. And it kind of made me start thinking, like, well, why did I do that? Why do people do that? Why do we care? Like, why is that important enough to do shit
0: like that? I mean, I, mean, I get... I guess it's supposed to be the best rep. Like if it's going to be your profile picture, I guess. Yeah, it's supposed to be your best representation. But again, like I feel like it should be an accurate representation of what you look like on the daily. Like, again, like, and that's always weird to me, too. Like if you a chick that wear makeup every day, like, all right, that's cool. But like, why you have to put on six layers and take the picture today? Like, I don't know. It's weird. Whatever. So, uh.
1: Speaking of representation, <laughs> this is a perfect segue into the mm. next thing that I got written down here. Uh, Space Jam Two is coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Greatest basketball player of all time will be starring in that <laughs> one, LeBron James. But uh, that's not what we're here to talk about because it's saying a sports cast. One of the classic cartoon characters will not be represented in that cartoon.
0: Have you heard the news? Sick.
1: Let's talk about it. So about it. For those of y'all that don't know,
0: Ooh, this goes right into something that I had that I just yes! I needed to talk about. Too. Okay, so this I add- actually have the Space Jam written down on my paper, and I was just gonna ask you how you felt about it with LeBron versus Michael Jordan, but let's get into what you want to talk about.
1: My nigga, let's do it because I, I got a couple things too, so we can probably like spend the rest of the cast here. Uh <laughs> Pepe Pepe Le Pew of Warner Brothers fame will not. Be participating in this this year's space jail. They kicked Pepe Le Pew out uh because of how his character represents a negative light on rape culture. <clears throat> now, let me be really clear and straight faced when I deliver this because I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I get the whole Pepe Le Pew was a super aggressive character right like we know Pepe LePew for pushing up on the girl skunk and kissing her arm against her will and her forcefully trying to pull away and at no point do we ever remember the skunk girl smiling and giggling we remember her sweating profusely and trying to escape like I remember seeing some cartoons where Pepe would like board up the door to not let her out of there like I get how this in 2021 but could be me, I'm looking at Wes's faces
0: like this because- no, nah, because I'm thinking about it because I do remember the same thing and I'm like, I'm wanting to ask you during you talking like, okay, and when you watched that, did that make you want to be like Pepe Pure? Pew or did you learn the lesson? Because putting myself back into that mind state I'm looking at that like, yeah, you can't be like Pepe, man. He too. Thirsty, I remember
1: y'all. being a, I remember being a little kid and watching Looney Tunes and seeing Pepe, and I remember in my mind going, "This nigga, wow." Yeah. Like, I never, too I never remember <laughs> saying to myself like, "This how you get it." Like, I, never, I yeah, never, like, I never said to my own mind like, "This
0: is what I be doing wrong." Yeah, and I never. Like it, I, I'm trying to put myself back there now for real. For like watching some of this shit, like it never like ingrained in me. Like, I never feel like that swayed my actions or my thoughts. Oh, I seen Pepe the Pew do this. Let me try it. Like, if anything, I use the, the rose shit. Like, when he creep up with the rose and be all romantic, they, they vu- vu. yeah, that like you take goofy shit like that. But like, he all, like you say, I remember the babe not wanting to be like, and in my brain, it registered, hey, you can't be pushing up on chicks like that because. Look at what they do, fam. Like they run away. Like they start sweating real yeah, hard, and yeah, then they try like, to
1: escape. They might hurt themselves. This is probably yeah, can
0: I, I can't be I can't be fucking with Pepe the puce So, like that's weird. And then another piece of the story that I heard was I guess there was a scene in the movie where they were like reprimanding him.
1: I liked it that. How did yeah. you feel about the cutscene? Okay, let's give them the cutscene for those that don't get the story. So I didn't
0: so, see the cutscene, I just heard about it.
1: They didn't show it, but yeah, so. Pepe Le Pew was originally going to be in Space Jam too, and they had set up a whole scene where it was like Pepe and LeBron and I guess somebody else, and they was talking to Pepe, and they was asking, like, what's up with old girl? I forget her name, the girl skunk. And it was like, and and I guess it was in the script for Pepe to explain, like, yeah, well, she kind of, like, filed a restraining order against me, and we don't really talk anymore, and I got to keep my distance. And LeBron, in his dialogue, kind of goes like, yeah, bro, like, That really ain't cool for you to do that. Like I thought that was dope. Like I thought that that would have been dope to have in there. Like okay, let's address that this is not acceptable culture anymore, and And let's teach a lesson. Like I liked it that. Like don't cut it entirely. That that is teach a lesson. I think
0: that is um you know that is our our counterparts just doing what they've always done. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Let's teach them about Abraham Lincoln. And and George Washington, let's forget George Washington Carver, and and that's the deeper darker, and, and that's, that's the, the deeper, deeper, deeper darker, you know. What I'm saying, but yeah, I I would have dug that being the scene, like, and I'm sure Pepe the Pew was not a fucking star in Space Jam too, just like he wasn't in the first one, like. But like, who who doesn't want to see Pepe the Pew in the shit, like? And I'm I'm sure they all have done something egregious along the way, like Elmer Fudd has blown Bugs Bunny's face off several fucking times, and I'm sure he will be it, there. Yeah, I'm sure he's still going to be in the movie and then not even that. Like one of the things I have written down, I mean, and I guess we can even go here because I thought about this along the way, but like, and I know you hate cancel culture, so this is a question I for you, but can- do you think it is ever going to catch up to women? And the Cancel cartoon- culture? Yeah. And the, and the cartoon example that I can give of that. I
1: know. I was going to say this too. Go ahead though. I'm sorry. I stepped all over you. Miss Piggy. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other one. What happened to Miss Piggy?
0: No, but I'm just saying. Did like,
1: something to her? No, oh, but exactly. She is the female kind of... Oh, I wasn't exactly. following at first. She is the female Pepe Le Pew. You're right. Did she ever get toned down? Because I know they did a Muppets I feel movie like they, recently. I
0: feel like a while ago when they did the Muppets movie, they tried to say something but about it. cut her out. Exactly. Damn, I didn't think about that. Why not? She mad. She wild aggressive. She, she been keeping... She been, oh. She been kidnapped, she's been kidnapping uh goddamn Kermit for 50 fucking years.
1: Not for nothing. When I used to be a kid, because I'm a Muppets nigga. Like I love Jim Hansen. I love puppets. Uh my wife will tell you one of these one of the things in this world that bring me joy are puppets and dummies. for some reason they tickle me to shit bro i love puppets and if you want to make me laugh like have a scene with a dude standing there cut away and then show a dummy and then something like a boulder crash to his face (laughs) i'll pee on myself bro. i don't know why it's so funny to me but anyway it's (laughs) i remember being a kid and seeing how miss piggy used to push up on kermit and be super wild aggressive with kermit and (laughs) And again, I'm not saying all everybody needs to feel this way, but I used to be like, "Dog, you better get back at Miss Kermit, nigga. Like she, she trying your gangster, nigga. Like you better stand tall.
0: Man, we know you. Even think-
1: if you don't like her, bro, you better stand there and take it. Like,
0: yeah, but I mean, like I say, it's it's a weird world that we live in, there, fam. Like,
1: I was gonna part- say, did you see the other thing though? Because I thought this is what you was gonna hit on real quick before we leave that uh-huh. universe. Uh, they want to de- desexualized Lola Bunny for Space Jam 2 as well. I guess they felt like her representation in the original Space Jam was she (laughs) just was the sex symbol, which I never got that. Did you get that from the first movie? I I I thought she was supposed to be a cute girl that could hoop. I never saw her as being like uh Jessica Rabbit. She never right. came off as like Jessica Rabbit to me. I
0: can I can see where they make it up at, but again, it's made up. And again, it's a weird time we live in, and bro. That's the same thing we could talk about. Fucking uh, Mr. Potato Head. Did you see that they was trying to take the the gender away from Mr. Potato Head too? Like, what the fuck is going on with the world that we live in, bro? Like, and and shit, Doctor Seuss. I know they was trying to fix some Doctor Seuss shit that was going. I know they was trying to fix some racial shit with Doctor Seuss though. But like, again, to go back to the Pepe the Pew shit, like we have to show. We have to show changed behavior. We have to show addressing something wrong, changed behavior. You know what I'm saying? And like acknowledgement of you know the the past being wrong versus just action it out. Like oh no, nah, he just not a part of the shit no more. Like because I feel like you know, don't we, learn nothing. We know, yeah, we... we know he was wrong. He knows he was wrong. He know how. Mm-hmm. Like and, and we and learn we can all, something. We can all learn something. Like he didn't. He didn't. He didn't literally rape the bitch. Like and I, I don't even want to say it like that because uh, I could be wrong. But like. Get, it's and again I don't want to say it, it's a cartoon and again like ask people how Pepe don't don't just assume because that's what was going on he's promoting that again when I saw it it I saw the right thing inside of that situation like oh uh, yeah you can't be pushing up on women like that
1: I I hate to go all NPR right wing conservative uh, guys wear pants women wear dresses Christian on you here but. This is a real question, bro, right? Like, I don't want to go super stiff on you, but I really got this real question. If this shit goes too far, do you think it's possible for us to end up in a world where the guys are no longer approaching women in any way because we're too afraid to be called out for being inappropriate? Or... Because it's like, at this point, the only... <sighs> I'm not going to say the only. The cleanest way to approach a woman is on a dating app, and not everybody uses dating apps. So, okay, we already know you can't approach a woman at work because it's unprofessional, right? If you approach a woman at the bar and you put her hand, your hand on her lower back, they're getting you the fuck out of here.
0: Oh yeah, that's definitely. Now, you can out. approach a woman without touching. You, yeah, her. I'm you, not you can't to do that, that no more in 2020. But you can't.
1: You can't get your bar. You can't get your bar holler with your hand on the smaller their back anymore. Oh, and that's wow. out of
0: here. Yeah.
1: Uh you can't you can't get them in traffic no more.
0: That's yeah. out of here. Yeah.
1: That that's still popping?
0: I think you can still get them I in traffic. I feel
1: track. like if you spin the story though a certain way, that can be aggressive because a vehicle is an aggressive thing. Like it wow. like the way Kane pulled up on Baby Girl at the park and blocked her
0: in. Yeah, that's that's a can't great that You, you, no, you not do that.
1: So, and and again, like, I'm glad I got you here to wrangle me in because, you know, for trying to explain things on the radio, you do tend to get a little bit more animated. Like, I'm not saying every circumstance has to be super aggressive or super wild like that, but there's going to get to be a point where certain people that are already nervous enough to get into the dating world are going to be fucking petrified to try to date anybody. And then that's how you start birthing these recluse kids and these kids that are just shut-ins that are scared to get out there because I'm presented with 31 reasons why I should never try to talk to a girl. Right. You're telling me the only one reason why I should is because something good might happen.
0: I mean, I, I, I think the curve is already switching for real, for real, bro. Like, again, it's a weird time that we live in Like women are, women are, and are allowed to be much more aggressive than men have ever really been allowed to be. Like, and we just kind of, it's almost like men have to accept it because the tide is turning now and you niggas had y'all turn for so long so kind of let us get it off. But like, I think, not for nothing, I think that's why niggas is choosing up. You know, I think that's why you see a lot of people get married nowadays, man. People is not really fucking with the pool or- Shit that's going, you know. I mean, because it is kind of separation. Like you got the people who want to be out every night, and you got people who don't want to be out every night. And like the people who don't want to be out every night should probably just find each other and and link up because it's real, (laughs) it's real easy to tell who is in and who is out for real, for real, who's still living a certain type of life that you really can't get with. But like I say, I think the tide is turning. I think people choosing up because bro, like it's it's scary to think about like
1: dating again. What are you kidding me? I tell my wife all the time, I am so glad that you saved me cuz i couldn't see myself bro. like let let me tell you bro like i'm a ball of nerves i suffer from anxiety my wife act like my wife hit on me you know what i'm saying like when i met her in school i've told the story before she hit on me she gave me her number i was scared in the late 90s to approach chicks do you know how fucking scary it is in 2021 to approach a stranger but that's trying to get seen, like,
0: shit off? I, I couldn't. I never really was like big on talking to strangers anyway. It got to like, we. I'm never just going to walk up to a chick and be like, hey, what's your name? How you doing? I think you are. Uh, I've, never, I've never been that guy. Either. I've never been like, that what guy. What have never her,
1: you've been single for years and this chick walks by and you don't know if you're never going to see her again and you're just like, bro, I got to. She got to tell me no. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, I, I need the no from her because if I let this one walk past, I might regret it for the nah, rest of my but life.
0: but again, you know, and maybe you've been, you know, credit to you, you've been with your wife for a long time. I think once you once you run that play for a long time and catch it, oh, I got I got to have that. Nah, she probably ain't the right one, bro. Because like, yeah, I think you know you really got to be selective. And I think a lot of niggas will tell you that like after a while, like when you really like slow down and start paying attention to who you really trying to court, that's when you really fuck around and find the person that you really trying to be with. Because it's like, oh yeah, no, nah, I fuck with versus Passing a babe at the Cinnabon and like, oh, she bad as shit. Let me go grab her number and try and build a life with her from out of the mall. Like it works sometimes, you know. Some some people do it the right way. I'm not saying it's impossible, but again, I mean I to be fair, it.
1: every every chick leaving the Cinnabon is thick. I mean, it's just it's just math. Like you know about sugars in them shits. <laughs> like you can't be charged for looking at chicks coming from the Cinnabon. They're all curvy. They're eating Cinnabon. True. You gotta be true. Shit's as fattening as hell. Speaking of the rules changing, we got to get to this topic that we've been, we we were supposed to get to this three weeks ago. Uh And I lightly brought it up at the end of a podcast and your eyebrows went up, my eyebrows went up. We knew we had some, and like we do in true fashion, we never returned to it. (laughs) (laughs) But with enough time left in this episode, I want to talk to you about it because I really, I felt like your brain was going in a different direction than mine. And I love it when we get these opportunities because we agree so much that I just love at any opportunity we get to disagree. I definitely want to jump straight on it because we very Mm -hmm. rarely get to do that. So speaking of the rules, I said a few weeks ago, I feel like that there's a shift in this rule coming. And I disagree with the shift in this rule. And I'll tell you just straight out what the rule I think is starting to be. And then we can open up the floor for discussion. Mm-hmm. Is cheating mm-hmm. a form of abuse? Mm-hmm. We got to talk about this, that this week. Like, we can't let that go another week. Because okay. somebody else is going to grab it and they're going to steal our soul. <laughs> like, if we keep letting this shit ride and not Man, talking about it, we going to never talk
0: about it. You know it. we will wake up Saturday morning and Joe Budden will be like,
1: ah uh, <laughs> oh, it'll be sick fam. it's, it's, gonna, like, oh, it's gonna happen now it's gonna how happen we, now but let's get to it we, bro cause this
0: is ours this
1: is our topic bro like I don't feel like nobody else is talking about this and uh, when I brought it up originally it was really kind of just from a place of worry because I started hearing it more like in just a little reality TV I was watching and <clears throat> uh, some of my friends and peers have addressed it like I've heard it be talked about in conversations where it's like In cancel culture, you hear about, like, okay, for instance, there would be a guy that is about to be canceled, and we really don't got all the details on why. And then you start hearing about his prior uh, infractions. Like, oh, well, I did hear back in 2016 he cheated on his wife. Mm -hmm. So he might have hit her. And I'm like, nigga, that don't mean that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, to, to, to me, to parallel cheating in a relationship with physical or emotional abuse, I think we need to keep that line there. Now, I understand how emotional abuse and cheating could be a little closer, but I still want to keep a yellow line there. Talk oh. to
0: me, Wes. So I guess, I guess I'm looking at it a different way. So what I'm, what I'm over here thinking is, is cheating a form of abuse, period? No. The answer is no. Can cheating be a form of abuse, mm. Yes. Okay. So I, I understand what you're saying by I'm not pairing cheating with he be beating on the bitch or he be you know verbally abusing the whole like and listen to how I'm talking. But
1: well, should <laughs> be hitting him outside yeah. of, outside not, of
0: the feelings. I don't equate that. However, that's why I say you know on the first thing that I said is cheating a form of abuse. Period. No, because you could be. I mean, shit. For lack of better, I've been in relationships with chicks that I might have cheated on and like I wasn't doing it to be hurtful to her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was doing it just to do it because that's what I wanted to do at any given moment. But Let like, me ask
1: you this. Let me jump in real quick there because I think that this is an important part real quick. You said you weren't doing it to be hurtful to her, right? hmm Say that one of these exes came to you and said, listen, the cheating that you did to me really fucked me up. I didn't realize it back then. But that really fucked me up. And I've been living with that for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I've been needing therapy. And I'm really hurt behind the way you treated me. Mm -hmm. Could that now, even though you didn't mean to be hurtful, could that now be viewed as abuse because of the way it affected her, though?
0: um i think we have to define abuse when it comes you know to that honestly not just sure. i'm not moving the goalposts because it's sure. me but like abuse is like a because I, I was never like a blatant you know what i'm saying over that, a serial like, cheater like, yeah like nah hell no, nah, we're not doing that but did i do my thing a few times yeah i did my thing a few times across the board but like if she was to come but that's why and i and i guess that's where i'm trying to draw the line at you know what i'm saying like i wasn't going out doing my thing to be like oh i'm about to go hurt this bitch like nah i was just being a young dumb nigga like right Now, yeah, could it have emotionally abused her? I'm sure if, you know, me and her was together for eons of time and I kept doing the shit. Yes, that is a form of emotional abuse, cheating on somebody for that period of time. Like, and even once you weaponize cheating. I think that then becomes an emotional abuse. Like talk
1: to me about weaponizing Chini.
0: If you if I mean some hood shit, like some 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 baby boy Jody and Yvette shit. Like, mm. oh, I'm fighting with my bitch. I'm about to go over here and fuck with Peanut. Like weapon, weaponizing because whether you want to keep fucking with me when I get back, I'm just gonna tell you I fucked peanut or you find out later. I'm doing this to hurt you. Like mm. this is on this is on purpose. So, like again. I don't think it is, period. But can it be? Absolutely, it's a form of abuse. But, like, I don't I don't couple the two things together automatically as far as, you know, this situation is crazy. They be beating on each other and cussing each other out, calling each other all types of bitches and hoes and fuck niggas and all types of shit. And motherfuckers just beating you. that's that's what you call toxic in 2021, okay? <laughs> that's, a whole, that's a whole different level of shit. But, like... I, you know, it's, it's, it's levels to that. I think, you know, it, it, it can be, again, if you want to weaponize it, I think it could be a thing. And, you know, if you, um, if you abuse your cheating powers, I guess for just better cheating, for lack of better terms, like you you're could, the
1: worst X man
0: Yeah. You could emotionally fuck a bitch up. But again, to go back and forth of my exes came back and told me if I, like, I'm willing to talk to you about it. I don't, I don't know if I take, especially at this point, like it's, I don't want to say it's old, you know what I'm saying, but time definitely heals some shit. And if you haven't, if you didn't learn from that, and if you've gone through similar situations and you did it the same and you've allowed, like, you might have a a different type of problem versus, you know, just trying to claim it's emotional abuse because I cheated. Don't pass the buck at that point. Like, you need to, you know what I'm saying, because, like, people go through phases and stages. And again, you got to live and you got to learn. So, like, you should, you should. You should be able to climb out of some shit at a certain point in time, especially when it comes to old relationship shit. Like sure. you should just be able to talk about it and be like, yo, nah, this is what happened. And like, I like this is what I learned from it, and I'm cool now. Like, and I'm not, I'm not on alert for red flags, but like I, I live that. And that's so crazy. That's what me and my wife was talking about. Like, I hate <clears throat> I hate old relationships when bitches just... I don't, I'm sorry for the way. You're but.
1: on a, yeah, you're on a bitch <laughs> terrible.
0: Yeah, i <I'll> <laughs> terrible today. to some of those out, y'all. Don't worry Yeah, about when it. chicks get to talking... No, I'm not. When chicks <laughs> get to talking about... I, I've had chicks say this to me and I know that that's a form of emotional abuse trying to tell a man and I don't... Maybe it's different for other men. Some men really don't care but like I've been with women long enough that, you know, to to hurt you or specifically because they know me it will be like, you know, oh, this is a waste of my time. Like... What the, what do you mean it's a waste of your time? Like I was here too. Like what does that mean? Yeah, so like you've been so was did we you bullshit. always yeah, did you always feel like that? Like what what are you saying to me? So like again, if you whatever situation you go through for whatever duration of time, if you're not like going through to get through it and especially to learn something, you probably doing it wrong in the first place. Like and you you got to you got to do shit with purpose. And that's even to go back to a conversation we had a couple of weeks ago with me and my wife was talking about, you know, me proposing and us getting engaged and shit like that. Like she asked me, you know, part, part of, you know, we was talking about how, how did you know you was going to propose? And I was like, well, shit, like that was my goal when I went in. Like, like it, it wasn't a mistake that we made it to that point. I didn't stumble. I came, into, in, tr-
1: I came in trying to see if this was the forever. That
0: yeah, I I be. absolutely. I didn't stumble in. Oh, shit. I think I got to make her my wife. Like, no, like from the gate, I was like, all right, this is what I'll, because I ha- I've i had enough of the past. I've lived and I've learned. So I know now not to go into this situation the same way I've been in any other situation. I got to go in with a little bit of purpose because this is ultimately where I want to be. And it's so funny. She's been talking to us. She's been telling her dad lately and shit like, nah, he he did. He looked up and he got him one that can cook. No, I didn't look up. This was a part of the requirements, <laughs> baby. You was checking the boxes. At, I
1: looked at the whole resume. Yeah, I looked really? at everything.
0: Yeah, are you kidding me? Like this, was this wasn't a coincidence that you could cook. Like, so, and even that's one of my oh, wife's man. superpowers. She knew even back then, she was like, All right, no, once I start cooking for you, you ain't going nowhere. Like she said it mm. back then. And she was right, I ain't going nowhere. That's what I t- <laughs> she said it earlier today. She was like, Cause what would you eat? I said, even if I knew what I was eating, I ain't going
1: nowhere. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so let me take a minute because I I I actually want to counterpoint your can be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you said, you know, uh, is cheating a form of abuse? No. But can it be? Yes. I want to counterpoint your can it be and still say no. Okay. Okay. Talk to me. Here's why I want to still say no to that. Right? Counterpoint. Point, counterpoint. I think it still shouldn't be considered abuse because if somebody's cheating on you, man or woman, right? Because we often like to always paint the picture of a dude cheating on a woman, right? But women cheat as well. Women cheat on men. So let's let's flip the mirror just for the sake of topics and, you know, just to give this thing a little bit more color in the pictures we're painting, right? Say a woman cheats on a man and the man don't leave. She keeps cheating. He keeps staying. She keeps cheating. He keeps staying. Well, he's making the choice to stay. Now, I know that's easy for me to say from a man's perspective that he's making the choice to say, well, what happens if you flip that around? And a man keeps cheating on a woman and the woman keeps staying. He keeps cheating. She keeps staying. Well, if you say that in that case and say, well, she won't leave, your brain is going to naturally go, well, he must not be letting her leave. You know what I'm saying? Like there must be some sort of like abusive thing going on where he ain't letting her leave because if he just keep on cheating and she actually wants to leave she would have been out of there if she would have had the opportunity to leave right if she's staying because she's quote-unquote not being allowed to leave whether it be physical mental emotional or whatever the case may be the string that connects those two things that's the abuse not the cheating if i'm telling you if you ever try to go somewhere i'm gonna beat your ass but I'm still going to cheat this Saturday. It's the, I'm going to beat your ass part. That's the abuse. It's not the act of cheating that the niggas going to do at Applebee's this coming Saturday. The abuse is coming from me not allowing you to leave because you know, I'm a cheater.
0: I mean, but is then any I, of that
1: adding up, I feel like I just rambled it, a little bit. Like nah, are you it, following it, me
0: there? it is adding up, but if I'm following correctly, I feel like it contradicts what you're saying as far as you don't correlate the you know the 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 cheating with the actual abuse. You know what I'm saying? You kind of want to separate them. So if you're saying, hey, bitch, don't go nowhere, I'm gonna beat your ass, but I'm still gonna That's go the cheat. abuse. But it, it ties it ties those two things together. And I'm saying if what I'm saying cheating without the caveat, like yo, you don't you you out here. You still want to be happy in your relationship. You just want to cheat. Like you ain't giving a bitch an ultimatum. Like, hey, bitch, I'm going to cheat, and you ain't allowed to go nowhere. I'm gonna beat your ass. Like, yeah, that's uh, yeah, it sounds pretty fucking scary for sure. But like, it, I, I, don't, I, I, I hear what you're saying. But that's, like I say, I feel like that's a. I'm, I'm literally just talking about the cheating and how the cheat. I don't how that can be a form of abuse. I'm not coupling it with the because that's that's some, that's that's abuse. Abuse. The so police. Like, over there
1: at <laughs> right, We need the police over here, not, yeah. not a podcast. Yeah. Like if you take if you take everything else up out of it though, Wes, like if, if this nigga ain't abusing her, he not calling out of her names. As a matter of fact, every time he cheats, and I'm not saying it's happening, say it's happening every few years. And every time he cheats, they sit down and talk about it. And he cries and apologizes and says he has a Tiger Woods problem. And she takes him back. But he keeps cheating. Well, she's making the conscious decision to stay. And to me, to me, this is just my personal opinion. If you're making the conscious decision to stay, I just don't feel like you can you can file the abuse paperwork after the fact, like you chose to stay. God, this is sounding really bad. Yeah, right a, now. It's a,
0: it's as
1: I'm saying it, it's sounding really wrong. Well, this does. is why we do a podcast. It's we got to talk a, through it.
0: It's a it's god a, that sounded
1: really yeah, bad.
0: It's a thin line to walk, and I it's guess the, the scenario that is kind of making me think about is like, at least from the movie, is like I can Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like she she was being abused both kind of ways, honestly.
1: Both
0: and how long did she stay? You know what I'm saying, like. But the
1: first time she got notion that Ike was cheating, she tried to leave. It was the hands that made her stay.
0: <laughs> like, so if you what, remember
1: like, the story, when she found out Ike was on some bullshit, she tried to leave. It wasn't abuse till Ike started making her stay. Like,
0: but, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's where, like he at this point now, he is physically abusing her. But he's emotionally abusing her by physically abusing her because of what he's doing. Like, but
1: like, what if he, what, what if the story was different? And he kept telling her every time he was on some bullshit. Like, like man, hey, you can a, leave if you want. Bro. And he never stalked her, never hit her. He's like, hey, you can leave if you want. But she kept choosing to stay. Like, how do you bro. view it if she keeps actively choosing to stay?
0: Um, that's. I mean, I think honestly, I don't know if we got enough because that's a deeper. Like, if you, a if a nigga, if you know, you man, you like, actively we would hit it this week. If you, I mean, because if you actively. Keep. I mean, because I think that's now we get into. We might need a woman to talk about that because you can't tell me you're not cheating in some shape, form, or fashion. Like you're just letting this nigga. Like, nah, something's going on. Like you're slowly poisoning, cuz or like (laughs) there's there's no way like that. You're just. I
1: mean, maybe they're just so infatuated, or just so. Blinded by their willingness to want to be with this person, right? Like uh Okay, uh, me and well, my wife watched The Married at First Sight. There's a couple on there right now where the dude had a whole baby before he came on the show, got a girl pregnant. I mean, not had a baby, but got a girl pregnant before he came on the show, got married to a chick and all of that. And then she found out later after they had been committing in vows that he got this baby on the way and he fucked this chick a month before they were supposed to get married, and now she got to deal with it. Well, she made the conscious choice to stay and not say, Hey man, I don't even know this nigga. I'm out of here.
0: Some people, you know, and may, maybe not, not that I want to, my stand the, the abuse doesn't always have to come from the other party. I'll put it that way. Okay. Like you could, you could, you could be a glutton for punishment. Like you, you could, if you keep choosing to stay, then there's something wrong with you. I mean, and not for nothing. I've, yourself. Yeah. I've had friends in these situations, you know what I'm saying? Where, where your significant other is out here fucking off. And like, you know what's right for you, I'm telling you what's right for you, and you just don't keep making the right decision. So, like, you got to be some type of glutton for punishment. There's there's nothing that I can do for Because I'm not, you know what I'm saying? And again, I I think we've made the statement on this podcast. I, not, I don't remember 100%, but, like, cheating isn't the end-all be-all, I don't think.
1: No, I don't think so either. I think that's going... But you know what? I think when I first brought that up, I think the way I put it was, I think the days for that are dead. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's starting to become an not as big of an issue as it used to be, but the more I think about that topic, I feel like our grandparents and shit was already on that. Oh, absolutely. Like you'll hear a lot of stories about Meemaw catching Paul on some bullshit, but they worked it out, you know what I'm saying, and stayed together. Now, what the circumstances were that led them to stay together, you know, it could have been the Great Depression, could have been anything. <laughs> yeah, <could> have been, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But something kept them together, a lot right, of them, You right, know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I don't know. I think that's definitely a... a uh, another topic for another podcast for sure, yeah, but th- yeah. there's a lot to that. Like I think that's a
0: layer. Now it is.
1: This weird layer. Uh okay, so last topic before we get out of here. And depending on how this goes, we might have time for uh, you know, the rapid fire segment, or we might end it here. You you let me know the vibes when I give you this last one, right? Uh-huh. I got a question for you. This is kind of a what would you do for Wes, but I can't frame it in a what would you do. So okay. take it as a what would you do? but take it the way I'm trying to frame it for you. All right.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You are married to your soul partner. Correct. Correct. That is your one. That's your nigga. That is your person. Mm -hmm. I feel like when you get to that point, you love somebody on such a level that you kind of only want the best for them. No matter what that might be. No matter what that might look like. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Here's where it gets weird. (laughs) And I'm going to put myself here, too. I don't want to just put you here, but we got to start with you. <laughs> Say you're in a horrible mountain biking accident, right? Like, you're mountain biking out there in Arizona. You fall down some rocks. You tumble, tumble, tumble. Your leg hits a cactus. You have to be helicoptered off to the Phoenix Hospital. Now, this sounds really bad. but yeah, I- <laughs> You have to be helicoptered off to the Phoenix Hospital. You think it's just your leg. When you wake up, you realize your right leg is gone, your left arm is gone, and you're missing an eye. How many other things have to be wrong before you're laying in the hospital bed and you tell your babe, like, yeah, just go ahead and start dating, man? Like, this is how disabled do you have to be before you just let them go? Like, do you oh, have I... to be brain dead completely?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to be dead. I, 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 yeah. I got to be out of here. Like, yeah, what's up? So- Somebody got to tell me what the fuck happened. Like, I got a cactus <laughs> How stuck in my much leg.
1: tumbling did I do?
0: Yeah, like, how did I lose eye? I could see out of both of these motherfuckers when I got here. What happened? That's the funny
1: thing about falling, bro. You just never know what your limbs do. Like, it's all like rocks. We but live like, in the, the mountains. When
0: y'all, when y'all airlifted me, I could see. I could see <laughs> out of both eyes. Like, how but did I But you know have how adrenaline
1: me? be? Like, you, you've watched these shows like I shouldn't be alive. They'll tell you, like, bro, I fell in slow motion. When I hit the ground, I actually felt all right until I tried to stand up. And that's when all the bones started breaking. Like, sometimes Sometimes you just don't know how fucked up you are to the doctor wake you I mean, up about the
0: counter and that, then they
1: got man. all the bad news like bro I felt my leg but I didn't know nothing about my arms and shit
0: like I can believe that but your eye don't like I can see out of this motherfucker. Adrenaline. adrenaline don't, you don't make you see
1: like that do it well you saw it first and then the shit set in bro and then you couldn't see
0: how did I lose an eye? Like
1: <laughs> this is what I so how disabled do you have to be before you be like just go ahead and start dating babe
0: like there's, there's like, no you no. have to be
1: all the way out the game
0: yeah, hell fucking yeah cuz apparently I'm disabled you got to take care somebody got to help me like you can't go start dating like so <laughs>
1: somebody I like somebody got to help me so with no arms, no legs, and you're literally like just a potato body. Like you are literally like she has to change your sack every day. Like she has to put you in a pillow, a big pillow sack, a burlap sack, man, and tighten you up and roll you around the crib. Like that's just what it got to be.
0: Did they take my dick? Because if they did not take my dick, good. if my dick still, still works,
1: okay.
0: we're gonna yeah, I'm gonna be Mister, I'm gonna be Mister Potato Man, <laughs> just a potato body, like I'm, binary. You know, I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna figure out how to use these motherfuckers, and as long as my dick works, we gonna make it work. I'm going to look like Lieutenant Dan.
1: So on record, your dick and brain have to still be in the
0: game. And dick and brain there. still in the game, and uh, and we still going. But if I'm dead, like, yeah. I mean, of course, I can't give you the green light, but, like, do your thing. See,
1: I wrote this down to talk about, and I never even came to a conclusion for my own self. I was hoping me talking to you would help me pie through what my actual answer is. Like, how disabled would I have to be to just go ahead and just like? And when I say letter free, like this ain't like me forcing, like I'm breaking up with you because I don't want you to live like this. Like, I'm talking about like presenting it. But like, hey, man, you can you can walk out the hospital. I ain't gonna think nothin' <laughs> of it. Like, I still I still nah. send you love letters on Valentine's Day.
0: Hell, nah.
1: Is that not a thing? Like, am I the only one that thinks like that? Like, if you ever get so fucked up that like now I'm a burden and like just go ahead and roll me into the river. I mean, like, if you, I don't got no arms and legs, you, would
0: you leave your baby? She told you to do the same.
1: If she ain't had no arms and legs, would yeah. I leave her?
0: Yeah, if she now, told you I'm to. Now, exactly. I'm if she was, the I, same I feel like, it's, like nah, babe. Just ro- roll out. <laughs> I, I feel like it's a
1: breadstick courtesy to at least uh, allow the option. Like, you know, when Fazoli's come through with the breadsticks and you know I already got breadsticks with my food, it's a courtesy to bring me more breadsticks, even if you know I don't need them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I personally, and maybe this is just my own fucked up mind, if I woke up with no arms and no legs and one eye, I feel like I would offer that up to my wife. Like I Like, babe, I love you so much. This is going to really suck for you for the next few years. <laughs> It's like this is going, cool. this where? is going to be trash for you. Like, listen, I got enough disability saved up to where, like, they're gonna make me these cold ass wheels. I'm gonna get some robot arms, and I'm just gonna live like in the part, the poor part of town. And I, like, I'm gonna get all my groceries from the Dollar General, and this is gonna be my life now. You don't have to be here for this.
0: Cause ain't you too pretty to, for this? No way. Cause then you to have to start dating again. And how are you gonna use your dating app with no arms and legs? <laughs>
1: This has been the Dipped and Butter Program, man. Another week at the top. We appreciate y'all fucking with us, man. My name is Kat. You can catch me at KatandCrench.com. Or you can catch us on the Dipped and Butter Program, wherever you put that thing, particularly YouTube. Shout out to uh, Louise for holding us down on the YouTubes. Uh, man, it is always a pleasure to do this thing with you here, bro. Let me tell you
0: yeah for sure my guy It's your boy No aka elmer young motherfucking goddamn glue around this bitch your player partner P O D N A. at forever young 89 on instagram fuck with me dude yes
1: sir like i say each and every week please check up on your strong friends man you never know if them niggas is getting confronted by some hearts they broke years and years ago and they might be getting accused of some abuse that they might not even
0: for sure, and I'm just going to end this off with something that I did want to talk about on the pod, but I'll, I'll use it right here because it's still oh, epic. No, um, no, nah, nah, it's okay It's because it's perfect right here. Niggas got to learn when to say no, um, and I'm going to say this in relation to Fabulous missing those two shots at All-Star Weekend. Um, when you missed the first one, you probably should have declined going for the second one, um, and sometimes you just got to know when to tell these people at TV stations no because I'm in here with all my ice on and my jewels, and I'm not shooting no baskets tonight. So that's my piece of advice, learn when to say no.
1: That's a fact, man. We're going to catch y'all next week. Uh, Like I said before, please uh, tell all your friends, man, where to catch us, wherever podcasts are consumed, whether that be Apple, Spotify, uh, PodBeans, SoundNest, HCloud, MySpace. We're on all of that shit, man. Tell them to search the Dipped In Butter program. We'll catch y'all next week. You've been listening to the Dipped In Butter program with Kat and Wes. Join them next week for some more regular degular shit.